Welcome to the Talking About Podcast. I'm your host, T.W. I recognize you have so many choices for your information, for your entertainment. So whoever you are and wherever you may be, thank you so much for spending a few minutes of your time with me. If you know me, you know I'm a fan of the New York Jets. Yes, those New York Jets, the butt fumble New York Jets, the same old Jets, New York Jets. It seems no matter how many things go right, they always find even more things to go wrong. And this year is no different. Not going to lie. But this year actually is a little bit different. I'm going to tell you why this year is a little bit different. Because there's a lot of promise with the team. They got a lot. They, they, they have nailed some draft picks, man. They have really, really nailed some draft picks. And, and you got to give them credit for that. Because a lot of teams, trade players, you know, dump big salaries off their roster, stockpile draft picks, and then they, you know, they execute all those draft picks and end up in the exact same place they were, right? But the Jets, in really two off seasons, have flipped around the whole roster to the point where they got a playoff to maybe even Super Bowl quality team outside of one position. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about, right? That's what we're here to talk about. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson had a game on Thursday Night Football against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the sentiment coming out of that game was almost universal that Zach Wilson is done in New York. That he's done playing for the Jets and his career here is over. And, you know... I'm not really the type of person who goes along with the consensus. I often go against the consensus, not just because I'm a hater. I mean, like, I don't hate just to hate. I don't go against just for the sake of going against. But usually when everybody thinks something, especially in sports, they're they're not right. They're usually wrong, right? Like that, that's, the, that's the way these things typically play out because people just don't know. If they knew, they'd be the people making those decisions. They'd be the people playing in those games, right? So people don't really know, but they, they speculate a lot, right? Like lots of speculation, which is just a fancy word for guessing. Guessing and making stuff up. That's what speculating is. And there's a ton of speculation. And there was actually a report that came out. Um, and again, I'm calling it a report. But Jay Glazer, who does, uh, who does, um, he does, he does pregame hits for Fox. He said... Basically, expect the Jets to move on from Zach Wilson in the offseason. And then I saw Pro Football Talk picking it up and, you know, reporting that as if it was facts. And I, I looked at the clip, and Jay Glazer didn't say, someone in the Jets told me. He didn't say, my sources let me know. He didn't really say anything to indicate that it was fact. He just said, expect the Jets to move on. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that if you are used to hearing a reporter report things and reporters don't want to give away their sources because there's lots of snitches inside organizations and they like to let things get out. And by the way, those snitches can be actually very good and useful because that's a really good way to kind of put your organization on blast when they're, you know, doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. So shout out to the snitches who, you know, speak to reporters. And a lot of reporters have these snitches, I mean sources, and they don't, they, they'll never give away their sources, right? Because obviously then you wouldn't, they wouldn't be your sources anymore. 
So I understand. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I know why reporters can't come on and say, hey, man, uh, Tom, who works in the Jets cafeteria, he heard the GM talking and he heard him say for sure, yeah, Zach Wilson's out of here. Like, of course, of course, they're not going to say that. Right. So I understand if he said it, there's a chance he may have heard from somebody. And that's why he feels comfortable saying it in that way. That said, I'm just not really in the business of giving people the benefit of the doubt without some sort of sources, some sort of credibility to lend to it. Now, I'm hearing so many people say it, and this has to be a thought, right? This has to be a thing that people are thinking because, again, it's just if you listen to every radio show, every TV show, like the consensus was pretty much the same. And by the way, shout out to JT O'Sullivan, the QB school, because I just happened to watch his video breakdown of the Jets' previous game, and he said at the end of that game, at the end of his breakdown video of that game, that it kind of looked like Zach Wilson's time in New York was coming to an end. Shout out to him for for that, because that's, I call that being ahead of the game. It's easy to get up here today and make a video, make a post, say into a microphone that Zach Wilson is done in New York when everybody's saying it, right? When you're saying the same thing that everybody is saying, that's not taking a chance, that's not taking a risk, right? But to say it before that's the wave everybody is on, I got way more respect for that because that's just, that's not piling on. That's just analysis of what you see and where you think it's going and how you, how you, how you think it's going to play out. So JT O'Sullivan kind of put that little bird in the air and I, you know, I heard it and I was like, oh, interesting. And now everybody's on that wave after the way Zach played against the Jaguars. And listen, listen, if you saw that game, if you saw clips of that game, you just know the way it looks. Zach Wilson is shell-shocked, man. He's afraid to make a mistake. And he's been this way pretty much all season, right? Like early in the season, he was getting by by taking the snap, rolling out the pocket for no damn reason, and looking to make something happen, right? And that was kind of starting to bite him in the tail. And then really once Brees Hall went out and the Jets weren't able to lean on the run game the way they should, a lot more pressure fell on Zach. And he just really wasn't able to hold up his end of the bargain. He wasn't able to keep up. And it it feels like it all kind of came to a head with this game against the Jaguars. You know, like, the man just had no confidence. The Jets got the ball inside the 20-yard line on their first drive. Quentin Williams, shout out Big Q. He's a beast. He got a sack and a strip on Trevor Lawrence on the Jaguars' first drive. Gave the gave the Jets the ball inside the 20, and the Jets end up kicking a field goal. I think they went three plays and out. Zach missed a blitz coming off the edge on third down, got smashed in the backfield, and they end up having to kick a field goal. And once that happened, I had a feeling it was going to be a rough night for the Jets, man. I had a feeling. And that crowd at MetLife Stadium, they, they were eager, ready, and willing, and waiting to let Zach hear it as soon as he messed up. And he messed up, and they sure enough, they let him hear it. The booze was raining. And then I, I saw something very interesting, right? I noticed that Garrett Wilson, 
the Jets' rookie superstar receiver, he's been very demonstrative when Zach would miss throws or he'd be open and, you know, wouldn't get a look. You know, you'd see him kind of just really expressing his frustration, right? And I noticed that he wasn't doing a whole lot of that during the game on Thursday night. And then I also noticed towards the end of the game, I noticed that a lot of the Jets players were comforting Zach Wilson. They were, you know, walking up to him, talking to him, you know, patting him on the back, you know, basically saying, hey, man, it's not your fault. It's all of us. And I was like, damn, like my how the, the, the sentiment has flipped because just a few weeks ago, y'all energy was get this motherfucker out of here. Right. Remember that? Remember that? Jets receivers was none too happy with the boy Zach Wilson. And he's going out the game, come back in the game, and now he's messing up, getting booed, and now everybody feels sorry for Zach. Everybody feels bad for Zach. And I just, I think it's funny. I think it's interesting. I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Football is a team sport. Football is the most team-dependent sport there is. Like, in order for any play to go right on offense, 11 things have to happen correctly. You have to have, have 11 things go right on any given play on offense in order to get positive yards. It's not like basketball where you can have Giannis in the four tops and win the NBA championship. You feel me? It's not like, uh, you know, it's, it's not like any other sport, right? Like football is completely dependent on everybody doing their job. So when a play goes bad, it's not just on the quarterback. It's usually on the quarterback, you know, the O-line, the receivers. Everybody's got to run their route. But that does not excuse the fact that when any other quarterback gets in the game, they make the Jets' offense look good. They make Mike LaFleur's offense look like Andy Reid. Maybe not that far. But they make the Jets' offense look good. Every other quarterback. I mean, look. In the two years that Robert Sala and, uh, and, 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 and Mike LaFleur have been there as the head coach and offensive coordinator, respectively, we've seen Zach Wilson, we've seen Joe Flacco, we've seen uh, Josh Johnson, I think his name was, we've seen Mike White, and now Chris Trevler. <laughs> and every one of those guys has looked at least decent at some point in this offense. So the offense is fine. The offense is fine. But Zach is the only one of those guys who gets out there and looks completely lost. Now, I will say this. Uh, Joe Flacco, the last couple times they put him in the game, he had no damn interest in being on the field. I mean, you know, you want to talk about stealing money. That man was just out there collecting a check going to meetings he got in the game last time I think he fumbled on the first play uh you know he, he stepped back there in the pack pocket like he don't want to throw the ball man look Joe Flacco should never step on the field again for the New York Jets he should probably never step on the field again for anybody unless he's coaching okay like that man has got no interest in playing no football taking no hits not nan another time ever again but back to Zach Wilson 
So the, the consensus that everybody seems to be on this week, this morning, today, is that Zach's time in New York is up and it's time for Zach to go. I saw somebody post it because people are jerks like that. Somebody jumped in Zach Wilson's mom's DMs and, you know, he was talking trash to her. He said, like, hey, man, I'm sorry for how bad people are booing Zach. I know that's not his I know that's not all his fault, but he's absolutely the worst player I've ever seen. And of course, she's going to respond to that. But that's not smart, though, right? That's not smart because if you're Zach Wilson's mom, if you're any person with fame, people are going to try to, you know, they're going to try to poke you. They're going to try to needle you. And if you react, then that's just them saying, oh, look, I got this famous person to react to me. Right? That's it. You can't win. There's no positive that comes out of you telling off a troll. You you can't win in that situation. So, Zach Wilson's mom's not doing him any favors. If we're being honest, she hasn't been doing him any favors since he got drafted. But, She's certainly not doing him any favors by responding to trolls so they can screenshot it and post it on Twitter. But the troll jumped in her DMs, was talking crazy, and she said something like, no one can succeed here because your fan base is toxic. And she's right. She's right. The fan base is toxic. And the media is toxic. I wish she would have added that because the, woo, woo. Media, my God, Ooh, that's that's a whole nother podcast. But yes, being quarterback for the Jets is a hard job. It's a hard job. But here's the thing that I, that I think that's probably a little bit different than what a lot of people think about the situation. I don't think the Jets have to get rid of Zach Wilson. Now he certainly should not be starting, but I don't think they got to get rid of him. If your goal is to possibly, potentially maybe get something out of this player that you invested the second overall draft pick in, I would say in the offseason, go get another quarterback, right? Go get whether you sign Lamar Jackson in free agency. See if uh, Derek Carr can shake loose. See if Aaron Rodgers can shake loose. Whatever you want to do. I mean, I I know they're they're probably going to try to keep Mike White. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because if you're Mike White's agent, you know, Mike White's value is never going to be higher, right? And it's never going to be higher with anyone than it will be with the Jets. That's not true because the team that hasn't had you on their roster is always more intrigued to get the thing they think is good, right? But if you're Mike White, you know, this is your opportunity to get paid. You've shown that you can come in and succeed where others would fail, and so, Mike White is going to get paid this offseason, whether it's by the Jets or by somebody else. But I think if you're the Jets, you look around at the rest of this roster, and you need to, you certainly need some quality depth along the offensive line. You need some quality depth on the defensive line. You need uh, a little more depth at receiver. You need a little more depth at running back. Um, you could probably... You could probably use some more quality depth at linebacker. But for the most part, this roster is good. This roster is really good. And the thing you need to you need to get right more than anything is quarterback. So the question is just how are they going to approach it? And for me, I say you bring in a starter and you just make Zach Wilson the backup. Why? Why make Zach Wilson the backup if he looks so bad, if he stinks so much? Well, 
you got him under under contract for I think like uh, 3.8 million next year and like 5 million the year after that and then I think you can pick up a fifth year option which at which if you pick up the fifth year option you'd probably have to pay him some 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 real decent money at that point but that's good that, that that's that's a good uh, contract to have a backup under right so you go get yourself a solid starter and here's the the long play here is maybe you can keep developing Zach Wilson. You take Zach Wilson, make him the backup, let him run the scout team reps, right? Let him keep taking meetings. And so here's a little thing, right? For people who will say something like, well, what can Zach learn by being on the bench? Somebody said that to me when the Jets were preparing to draft him in the 2021 draft. And I said, look, man, like if you draft a quarterback, I think one of the best things you can do is let him sit, let him learn. And somebody said, hey, what are you going to learn by being a backup? What are you going to learn by being on the bench? Well, great question. What you learn when you're the backup, right? When you're the backup quarterback, you run the scout team. You run the scout team against the starting defense. So that means you are playing against a starting NFL defense every single day in practice. So you're getting used to the speed of the NFL. And in the case of the Jets, a very good starting NFL defense. So you, as the as the backup quarterback, you get a chance to get used to your own rhythm. You get a chance to get used to your own rhythm for reading a defense, for recognizing, okay, that's a cover two or a cover three, or that's 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 man. Right? And then you get you get a chance to get your own rhythm for how you want to attack it. Right? You you get a chance to develop your own style for if we have a slant, here's how I want to play this. Right? Do I want to throw it low? Do I want to throw it high? Do I want to look off the defender? Right? Like you get to do all those things and you don't have to have the pressure of having your performance critiqued in the media every day and every week. That's how you build some confidence in your ability to play against an NFL defense. That's how you get Mike White. People are like, oh, Mike White, he's a journeyman. He's been cut by how many teams? Like, dog, that doesn't matter. If you have the requisite skill set to play in the NFL and you get a chance to develop, when you get a chance to play, that's what's going to come out. Because again, if you're running scout team, you're getting used to running the plays. Like maybe you're not running your team's specific plays, but in the NFL, plays are plays, right? It's more about like concept, right? Like if you say you're going to run a flood concept or a smash concept, these concepts are combinations of routes that are designed to attack a defense in a certain way. And pretty much every team runs them with slight variations. So if you're the backup quarterback, then you're doing this every day against a starting NFL defense. Then you get to go into the meetings and you got the coach critiquing your, your, your form. And you, you, know, you still get some reps to practice with your own teammates, but it's really just time to work on getting better and getting your confidence up so that when you step on the field in an NFL game, it's no big deal. It's just, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's just another day of being at work. And if you do that, because listen, 
when you watch Zach Wilson play, you can see the talent, right? You can see the talent. You know, um, I think the last game they played the Lions, they had him do the, the, the famous pro day throw where he rolled out and then threw back across his body way downfield to the tight end. So you can see the talent, right? He can make those splash plays. But again, the thing that makes Zach Wilson such a, a head scratcher is the Jets designed their offense with a lot of very simple throws. Running back in the flat, screen pass to the receiver in the flat, right? Slant, drag, uh, in, you know, uh, five, six, seven, eight yards over the middle, right? Like he can do the phenomenal thing. He can roll out and make people miss and launch the ball downfield. He can do that. That's awesome. But he doesn't have the self-confidence right now to roll out, look downfield, and say, oh, nobody's open. Let me just pick this up with my feet. Right? He doesn't have the self-confidence to do that. Not at this moment. He's just got to get back to a point where he's stepping on the field and he's not going crazy. Now, I'm not saying that you keep Zach Wilson out of fear that someone else will develop him. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that I don't think Zach Wilson is a lost cause. I think that any person can be like this if you attack their confidence enough and make them second-guess themselves. There's some people who have enough of whatever it takes to uh, take all that criticism and not let it affect them. But everybody's not like that. Most people, if you beat them down enough mentally, it will affect how they behave. It'll affect their uh, their ability to trust their own judgment. And that's what's happened to Zach Wilson. So, I don't think Zach Wilson is a lost cause. I think Zach Wilson should be the backup for the Jets next year. I think you certainly have to go get a starter. And again... There could be, it seems every year there's some situation where a veteran shakes free, right? <clears throat> I think I heard something like Derek Carr is due $40 million next year. And, you know, the, Ra- the Raiders probably ain't trying to pay that. So, hey, a veteran like Derek Carr? Could, like, I, by the way, I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. I'm not going to lie. People love Derek Carr. People praise Derek Carr a lot. But I just feel like I never see him, like, really, really balling. You know what I mean? I feel like he's one of those guys that's like just good enough. But here's the thing. The way the Jets offense is set up, you don't need to be a superstar. You just got to get the ball where it's supposed to be. They design a lot of open throws, and you just got to hit those open throws. A lot lot of people have been talking up this idea of Lamar Jackson going to the Jets. I don't see it happening. I think the Ravens are going to find a way to re-sign and pay him what he wants. I feel like I don't want Lamar Jackson to the Jets. Not that I wouldn't love to have somebody as talented and dynamic as Lamar Jackson. Of course I would. It's just I don't want to deal with the the undertones. If Lamar Jackson comes to the Jets and he's a little inaccurate, has some spotty games, you know, gets a little hurt, I just I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear Bill from Queens call up. And start talking about how he doesn't think Lamar Jackson can diagnose the plays. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay? So, I would love to have a player as talented as Lamar Jackson. I just feel like I don't want to subject. uh, It's going to be a divisive issue amongst the Jets fan base if Lamar Jackson comes to the Jets. Uh, You know, uh, but what you can do and what you, you, 
If you're smart, what you have to do, if you sign Lamar Jackson, you better see if you get a package deal and sign Huntley too. Okay? Because y'all know how that works. Backup quarterback is always the most popular person. And sometimes for reasons other than how the quarterback is playing. So if your quarterback, if your starter is Lamar Jackson and your backup is Huntley, then you quell a little bit of that conversation. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So yeah, man. I don't think uh, I, I, I don't I don't think Zach Wilson's time with the Jets has to be over. There's a great chance that it can be over. I mean, look, you know, it's only been two years. It's only been two years, and again, it's important to emphasize that it's only been two years because it's important to note that he's only been in the NFL for two years. He's only been in the NFL for two years. He still has a lot of growing and maturing and learning to do. Now, whether or not he actually can do it, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe there is some sort of block there where the whole thing is just a little bit too fast for him and, you know, the pressure is just too much. You know, maybe he's just not built to take it. But I think, I think there's a chance you can still get some value out of your number two overall pick if you just give him a year where you take the pressure off of him. Take the pressure off of him. Let him learn. Let him develop. Let him find his own skin. Let him find his own voice as an NFL player. He hasn't really had that. You know, like, you can say what you want, but there's a lot of pressure, you know, coming in as the number two overall pick for a franchise that has been thirsty and struggling and wants you to be the be-all, end-all and, and, and save the world overnight. It's a lot of pressure. And, you know, what? He played in Provo, Utah. I don't know how passionate the fan base is in Provo, Utah, but um, I'm going to guess it's a little bit different than playing in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area. So, um I don't want to see Jack, Zach Wilson as a jet starter no more, at least not until he makes a significant leap. And I think that leap can be made as a member of the New York Jets. You just got to give him time to do it. Uh, but he doesn't have to get that time while he's losing games for a team that is ready to win right now. What do y'all think? Do y'all think Zach is salvageable if you put him on the bench for a year? Let him get comfortable in his skin. Let me know. Okay? Let me know what y'all think of this. Make sure to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's bring more people into the conversation. Pay it forward. Do something nice for somebody and don't expect nothing in return. I recognize you have so many choices for your entertainment and your information. And thank you so much for spending a few minutes of your day with me. I'm TW. Till next time. Peace.